Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Green Dragon Podcast. I am your host, Aiden. This week, we're doing something a little bit different. We're throwing it back to the original days of the podcast where it was just me, Tom, and Jake. And we're just going to chat about what's going on right now. Uh, we're going to got a couple stories for you guys. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. How you doing, Tom? Doing good. Good. Yeah. Surviving. Living yeah. in this crazy world. It's like every day, I, dude, like every single day, I have to restrain. I have to restrain myself when I get on and I've stopped looking at the news because I was on a good streak for a while before the whole like Russia, like before, before the whole Russia thing, I was doing good, staying off the news, especially after COVID, you're like, ah, I'm going to stay off the news. But then I got back in this habit where like, I go to the gym, I get my workout in, I'll come back uh, or I'll either come back home or go to work. And either way, one of the first things I then do is get online and I look at either social media or I usually I usually don't go on like Fox News or CNN or anything like that just because I can't trust it. But I usually stumble across something on Twitter or Instagram or usually it's on you know the Real News No Bullshit page because I like them or like just Real News. And it's like, uh... <laughs> What is happening? It's like it's like uh, what was it last week that made me so upset? Oh, it was when the they had the the um the parades where the trans rights activists were like, "We're coming for your kids," and I just lost my, oh. I just lost my, shit. it was just so bad. I was like, I can't believe this is on the internet right now. Like this is not a good way to start my. I think it was that might have been on the fourth of July. I think it was the day after the fourth. I saw that maybe. And I was just oh, like, yeah. what is going on? That's so bad. Like, or, yeah, it's like, what is what goes through a person's head when they say something like that? I I really, I don't know. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> like, are they, like, are they serious about it? Like, is this real? Like, yeah, they are serious. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, but what, is, like, is the, I mean, it comes across with a certain intent. Um, at least it comes across in a certain way. And I don't know if they realize how bad that is. I mean, maybe they do, and maybe they just don't care. I really think they've lost all sense of morality. Well, at least decency. I don't know about morality, but... Yeah. It's, it's sickening. It is. It is. It is sickening. It's just... I don't understand it. But I don't understand a lot of things in the world today. Like on the 4th of July, I saw somebody post. Actually, you know who sent it to me? Our good friend Jack sent it to me. And um, it was somebody that posted something about, um, on this day, just remember the land that you live on is stolen land and all this. Yeah, have you seen those posts where they post about that? I'm like, this is the 4th of July. We talked about it on, that, uh, on the 4th podcast that we released the, uh, on that Friday, the Friday before. We talked about it. It's like, what, 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 why, why do you have to make this about like stolen land and all this stuff? Like, yeah, sure. The land at one point was stolen, but let's celebrate the freedoms that we have today because of it. I don't want to say because it was stolen, but like, let's celebrate the freedoms like that this country has to offer you. Like, there's just no reason to sit here and dwell on 
just all the bad things that have happened over the last 600 like i mean that's what it is it's like let's go back in the past and find things that people did that were bad you're just like what well why can't we look at the good can't we look at the good stuff (laughs) why does it always have to be the bad stuff Uh, i don't know I, i mean to say something that blanket too is pretty harsh because there are a lot of people colonials that were trying their best to get along with the indians like yeah there were so many people that were like trying to respect them and give them land work with them give them education Mm -hmm. all these different things and it wasn't really like the people themselves it was more like certain organizations that i think yeah well it's 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 the problem with making a blanket statement about anything it's like all 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 white people are racist it's like well actually hold on <laughs> as and this is a white person saying this of course all white people are racist and it's like well you hate yourself you believe you're a racist yeah. <laughs> and it's always hilarious when you hear the one say yeah i think you know i'm an inherently racist person you're like wait okay i don't know how that helps the situation but okay yeah. uh, you're like uh you didn't pass the third grade, but okay. <laughs> uh, you do wonder sometimes. I saw this guy, and I actually like his account, and he's just like an internet fool, you know, like one of those guys that's just like post funny videos. And um, he posted this video about what what the uh, Civil War generals were like is what it was captioned. And in the video, he literally uses um, – well, he describes what was happening during the revolution. He was like, he was like doing this bit and he was, the general was talking about the redcoats and he was the general. He was the civil war general talking about the redcoats. And I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> redcoats, civil war, revolutionary war. I don't think it's adding up for him. <laughs> like, I don't think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> and then there's somebody in the comment section. It was like, uh this is revolutionary war buddy (laughs) and i was just like oh my gosh (laughs) i was like oh it is kind of yeah it's kind of sad to see like the or like when you see those videos that they do like the guy goes around asks people questions about like american history or like just like basic things and you you hear people's answers just like oh my gosh um what was it the other day i was watching have you seen the clips from this this podcast, the whatever podcast? They like yeah. pop up and like Andrew Tate's been on them and, and people like that. But like um, there's this one where he asks the girl that's on, um, what does he ask? He says, name three countries. And she, I kid you not, she goes, Paris. <laughs> then Then she just says, then she says, what was the second one? Oh, my gosh. It was hilarious. It was so funny. What was it? She says, Paris, then Africa. <laughs> and then finally, she names Germany. And he's like, wow, well, we'll give you a clap. You named one. <laughs> but, like, Paris, Germany, I was like, oh, my gosh. And, like, I know, like, it's on the spot. But, like, I feel like the average person should be able to name three countries. I mean, you live in one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's one north of you and one south of you that you probably should know too, Canada and Mexico. Like, it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> oh, sadly not. I mean, it is crazy though. Like, 
you're wondering well i saw another one i don't know if it was from whatever i don't think it was but um this girl was talking about like what if the world didn't have gravity oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh and the guy's like what do you mean she's like well because they invented it he's like who invented it isaac newton like just imagine if he hadn't invented gravity what would it be like and he just he just could he was like uh like funny <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, and this is in no way me trying to be sexist, but would you hear some of the things that come out of women's, or I should say, I should say certain women these days, you're just like, oh boy. And it's usually the girls that, you know, they're very pretty and they, they care a lot about their looks. And I'm not over trying to over stereotype here, but like, that's typically who you run into here. And you're just like, oof, yeah. oof. I know there's a couple oh. of ladies that I've been seeing pop up on um, the different social channels and they're like really conservative. And you find out that's like they have some really good thoughts about things. Mm. Very yeah. good. Um, and there's this one lady, um, I think her tag is the political savvy. Um, I think I've seen her, yeah. And she did one video. She said that everyone asked her, like, why are conservative women so pretty? And she was like, well, it's because we value what's good in life, really. Yeah. I was like, wow. I mean, it's true. I mean, think about, like, I don't know. I think it's really sad to see how brainwashed so many people become. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, all these women, they, like, take their lives away from them, essentially, when they brainwash them to not want to have a family, not to get married, not to have a good life with someone that you love i mean mm -hmm. they pretty much ship everything away from them and then say like oh yeah you should just be some hoe for somebody and yeah. that'll make you happy like it's so sad i i feel pity for these people I'm like why yeah like it is a, it was the system really and what's crazy about it is it's done under like i mean supposedly this is all for women's rights right like it's all done under the guise of like women's rights so they're like oh feminists we're making life better for women and they're just kind of burning it but like it's also too like i feel one of the things i'm like oh my gosh like it it pains me a little bit to see but like the body positivity thing drives me nuts because like all these girls are being taught like like it, it is one thing like you obviously shouldn't develop an eating disorder like probably shouldn't develop an eating disorder because you're worried about, you know, how you look. That's not good either. But like when you're obese, when you've got an extra person on you and you're being told <laughs> you're healthy, I mean, like it, it's time to go on a diet. You yeah. hear me out. You, you might need to eat some broccoli instead of the flaming hot Cheetos. You're like, you have the IV. Like, you wonder if some of these people literally just have like an IV hooked up to them with like corn syrup. <laughs> You're like, how do you? And again, this is a no shaming group, but I just don't understand how people can get that large. I, it's a good question. I think it has something to do with, um, I think it starts when they're young. I think it's like when they're like 10 or 12, they like start to eat too much and then they mm. get really big and then by the time college is through pretty big i'm like yeah. well i can't turn back now and then they just go yeah i don't know that's just an observation 
There's no that's true. I wonder too. I know there's a bunch of genetic things too. So I wonder if certain people are more genetically predisposed to that. But like, yeah, I don't know if it's genetics. I think it may be more like nutrition deficiencies because if you don't have right nutrition, your body will add on extra weight. But could so but could it be because I know a lot's passed through the mother to the child through birth. Mm-hmm. So I wonder too, d- dependent on the mother's health, if a lot of those nutrient and health deficiencies are based off your, maybe not your genetic profile, but your your parental profile. Because I know, especially with like, not to get scientific here, because I'm not a scientist, and please nobody take this seriously. But from what I've heard, um, your like gut microbiome and the the bacteria you have in your gut yeah. is completely dependent on what your mother has at the time she conceives and births you like it's passed down through that so like if your mom has like been recently on antibiotics and this is why they caution against women that are pregnant going on heavy dosages of antibiotics um because it can really screw up your kids gut microbiome and like so you're kind of it's I don't want to say it's luck of the draw there a little bit, but like, yeah, like as a, as a, a mother, you do have to be a little bit concerned about like, if you're going to conceive how good your health no. is. And that's, and that's why it's yeah. important. I think for everybody to, I mean, it, it's not just you, it's, it's going to eventually, whether it's through your example or through what you passed down to your kids, it's eventually going to hit the generations after you. No, that's, I think very true. I've heard that too. Like, um, baby's microbiome and stomach, pretty much their whole digestive tract will mimic very closely to the mother's. Hmm. So you can fix it. Sure. It's just, yeah. It's just very difficult. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Like you have to do stool samples and lots of different probiotics, fermented foods. It's quite a process, but there is hope for all those people. Yeah. What is yeah. that? Um. What is that? What is that book? Isn't it called Nourishing Traditions? Doesn't that work oh, to kind of a ton. is it what is it nourishing tradition what's the other one um yeah yeah that's the one is what there's another is there's another oh, oh gap the the gaps uh diet book have you ever read that one it's like g uh i could be butchering this i read a book at one point gaps diet so the gaps diet is um uh, natural digestive health healing and this is like one of those things i started I think it was complete like a crock of like witchcraft. Um, oh, but but it, it it turned out after I read more of the book, it does make a little bit more sense. But GAP stands for gut and psychology syndrome. Um, so basically, this doctor she studied the link between um, gut microbiome deficiencies and certain bacteria and. Uh, people's actual psychological health which is uh dr campbell mcbride if uh if you want i'll send you i'll put the link in the in the description for people i read the book the the book was pretty good um i think there's a newer version of it too just look but it was it was pretty interesting because she talked about um their like how uh you can treat things like not not to say that this is going to fix your child, but like treat conditions um, like ADD, dyslexia, ADHD, depression, schizophrenia, even like autism with this diet. And not to say that it completely reverses it, 
but a lot of those things she did or her research she found that there was a correlation between certain deficiencies in the gut biome and those conditions so it at least approaches it more holistically than just saying let's give you a pill and hope it fixes it um but i'll, I'll drop it, it's a pretty i mean you can find, pick up the book in most places um it's like 15 bucks for the paperback it's pretty good it's worth a read i'll i'll drop the link to you here and then i'll put it in our uh in our um our uh, notes for the show because I, if if you've got the time you could probably find it on audible too if you want to listen to it but it was interesting at the very least. That one was interesting. There's a bunch of books out there on the gut microbiome and like how you can fix a lot of conditions by fixing your gut. Um, and things like pesticides, and we talked about that in another podcast, but like those things really screw up your gut too. So, and the heavy usages of antibiotics. So, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it's pretty much like if you can. Like, if you can keep as much artificial stuff out of you, mm -hmm. that's the best thing. Yeah. I say live by the rule of three. If it has more than three ingredients, like, in it and you're buying it in a package, probably should avoid it. If you can live yeah. – I mean, I mean, three is, three is quite minimal. Um, But, like, just think whole foods. Like, if it's got a bunch of ingredients you can't pronounce, it's probably not good for you. <laughs> you probably shouldn't be eating if it's like um like some of these things oh my gosh do you like read the label of like uh what was i drinking the other day that i was like oh my gosh i literally probably am going to develop like alzheimer's right now doctor diet dr pepper um oh, yeah. i love that stuff man it's a vice of mine it's so good the diet dr pepper cherry is so good but if you pull up this label let me see if i can find the label here um Oh, here, here we go. I'm pretty sure this thing causes, I don't even know how you say this. I'm going to have to put it up on the screen so we can read this together because I feel slightly on the spectrum looking at it. Um, what is this? Can you see this? Okay. Which, uh, let's see here. This one right here. Carbonated water. Caramel color. Oh, can I you not see, see your background? My background. Oh. All right, we're going to try it again. Okay. See if you can see this now. It's going to take a second, I think. Can you see it now? Okay. Carbonated water, caramel color, aspartame. Well, that's the big one. Didn't they just come out and say that's going to kill you? Um, phosphoric, phosphoric acid. Okay. These things are benzoate. Okay. So that's preservative. But what is this? Fen. Fenly keto nurex. Yeah. What even is that? That's just alphabet soup. They just decided to throw a bunch of letters together and put it on the can. <laughs> but I don't know what that I is. I mean, we could probably search that. See what Let's it is. Do a Jamie here. Probably. I'm just gonna. That's my best attempt. Oh. Here we go. Um, Fenuketonuria, also called PKU, is a rare inherited disorder that causes amino acid called Fenly. 
nine. I don't know. To build up in the body. Um, what it, what does it do? Look at that first one from the space. Well, I don't know why the space telescope science institute has something. Yeah, why is the space telescope? What are we reading? Oh my gosh, oh, this no. is like a website from like two thousand. Um, have you ever looked at a diet soda? Yes, I have. In fact, um, blah 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 blah. Huh. Oh my gosh, That's weird. Yeah, this is weird. I don't know if I trust this site. Very rare. Okay, in diet soda. It can, oh, wait, 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 wait. Here we go. This is what I want to see. Mayo Clinic. What is Mayo Clinic? Okay. Um, okay, so aspartame is one of these things. Is it bad for you? Um, oh, here we go. In people with PKU, phenylalanine can cause intellectual disabilities, brain damage, seizures, and, and skin, and other intellectual disability. Jeez. Okay, so the, the basically this stuff could destroy your brain. That's good. Good to know. Maybe that's why I feel so good after I drink it. <laughs> I feel that extra buzz. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's bad. I didn't realize it was that bad. Maybe I should stop drinking it. Well, I think I did. Uh, but there's nothing better than a good diet soda. Makes you feel like you're like doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah, I I'm on a diet. I'm drinking a diet soda. It makes you feel good about yourself, and then you read the label, and you're like, oh boy. I'll tell you what's good though. Have you ever had the um, the good old Mexican Coke? Mm. Mexican Coca Cola. Okay, so I was back at home, and there's a store called Woodman's, and Woodman's has like literally everything under the sun. I don't know. Did you ever go to Woodman's when you lived in Illinois? No. Okay. Woodman's is amazing. They're it's a it's an employee owned store chain um it's kind of like i don't even know how to describe it to people that don't know what woodman's is it's based out of um wisconsin and it's massive it's like okay think of the size of costco or sam's club but it's like kind of like a walmart so it's like walmart and like costco combined and they have literally everything there like you like energy drinks they have every energy drink company ever with every flavor like amazing so anyways i was there and they had imported coca-cola from mexico with like special like labels in english and i was like oh this has to be good right <laughs> they they probably like doctor it's like the original coca-cola like has cocaine <laughs> cocaine in it i was like hmm, this but I, I was like this stuff looks good so i tried it and i was like oh my gosh this is so much better and i read the ingredients list and i was like what do they, they ruin us here. Like it is so much cleaner. It's like literally like it was like um, carbonated water, caramel color and sugar with like the classic Coke like syrup. And that was it. There's no corn syrup, none of that stuff in it. I was like very few preservatives. I was like, whoa, it's crazy what they put in the food here. Yeah, I, it is pretty wild. Like um, I was listening to the Joe Rogan and RFK Mm. podcast i got like an hour into it and he was talking about how much poison was given to americans it's insane yeah like well i don't i th i think we're the most maybe perhaps besides africa the most poisoned nationality yeah. like i think we're one of the top ones it makes it makes sense because look at our um 
like we're for how much we spend on healthcare. I think we're one of the most unhealthy countries. That's first world country. Mm-hmm. Um, and you wonder why, and then you just you go to our grocery stores, and it's like Oreos. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> of course, that makes more sense. Well, yeah, but, it's like I was just thinking about this today. You know how you go to work all week. So if you just look at the standard vibes you get from like your week, it's like you start on Monday. People think Monday's the beginning of the week. It used to be Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you have Monday, you have work five days a week at a place that you're not thrilled about, mm-hmm. doing work that you're not excited for, and you're paid hardly anything. Mm-hmm. Even though America is very wealthy, the citizens have been robbed mostly of that wealth. Like it's pretty wild. Yeah, then, it's most it's mostly the upper class that has any money, and that's how we're able to stay rich. Yeah, well, and and even them, they aren't even as wealthy, like the good wealthy people, mm-hmm. paying most of the taxes too. So True, it's, it's pretty wild. But I just think about this as like a kind of like an observation: how you work all week. You don't really feel like you did much. You come home, you're tired of all the stuff you did. So you want to relax. But then the only thing that you're ever really given is a computer screen now. It's like some mm-hmm. sort of TV. So it's going to reprogram your mind to think you can't escape it. Yeah. And then you look forward to the weekend. And what do people do on the weekend? They usually um, just go out, drink buy party food, all these other things, crash on Sunday, and then you repeat. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels like slavery. You know, it doesn't feel like you're a free man. Yeah. Like, which is pretty wild, like just to think of how much, like if you look at a grocery store, how many aisles are taken up with junk food? That's oh, yeah. It's great. Well, don't they say you're supposed, don't they say you're supposed to if you want to eat healthy? I think I heard this from a bodybuilder, um, so it could be wrong. But don't they say to stay on the perimeter? They never say go in, go in the inside of the the aisles because if you stay on the perimeter, it's like your whole foods, like dairy. I mean, even though these things aren't always perfect, like it's your dairy, your vegetables, your fruits, your whole foods basically, and then everything inside the aisles is where you got to really watch out. Mm. I hadn't heard of that before, but that's really good because I was just thinking, I stay mostly on the outside. Yeah, like, I mean, really for me, I mean, I anymore, I try not to go to too many stores um, because there's just so much junk in them. But I shop at like Trader Joe's and Aldi. Aldi, for all you broke people out there, Aldi is a great place to shop. It's, they, um, where I bought a, Grass fed, grass finished ground beef there, eighty five fifteen this past week for it was on sale for three ninety nine a pound. I was like, holy cow, this is awesome. Um really but like you could pick up some decent stuff there for, for good prices. Um yeah, it's it. But like, man, it's it's tough. It's tough to go into the grocery store and walk out without like having four or five items in there, you know, you shouldn't have bought (laughs) that are like, Mm -hmm. it's like your Oreos, your cereal, maybe you threw in a drink or something like that. And you're just like, Oh man. And then you eat it and then you never feel good about yourself. It's always great for like the first 10 seconds. And then you get done. You're like, I should not have done that. And then the guilt sets in. You're like, Oh gosh. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm sitting in Gret's room. Mm-hmm. It, it sure is. Unless, like, unless you've earned it. Like, I always find that, like, there's, I can eat Oreos two different times and feel two completely different ways. And I don't know if this is just me, but, like, if I go earn the Oreos and I work out really hard, now, like, I told myself before the workout, you, I get to, you know, have something after this. Like, when we did the 22-mile walk, I said, I'm going to treat myself at the end to some food I normally wouldn't have. Um, and then I didn't feel guilty about it when I ate it then. But, like, if I would have done the same thing after just a normal day, then it's like, then it's like, oh, I should not have done that. I should not have eaten that entire pack of mint Oreos. That was a horrible idea. Like, <laughs> I feel so sick right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think sometimes it's okay to treat yourself. Like, you don't want to, like, go overboard and, like, say, oh, I'm never going to eat that again. Because I think that, like, for a lot of people, it's just a way to, like, end up binging. But mm-hmm. you got to take everything in moderation for sure. Well, suddenly, it's funny you mentioned that because I just found out. So the company that I think um, worked with um, the woman who wrote Nourishing Traditions, Sarah, I think her name is Sally Fallon. No, I think her first name is Sally. Um, so she, uh, I believe, either worked with or works in conjunction with um, the Wheaton Weston A. Price Foundation. Mm. It's kind of like how you, what's good and you know how to eat well and all that. Okay. And they just came out with a recipe for healthy Dorito season. And apparently it works. Really? It's really good. I, mean, I haven't tried it yet, but I had a reliable source tell me. Okay. I'll have to give it a shot. What I'm going to be honest with you, Tom. Mm-hmm. I believe, I believe your Doritos, but I grew up in a household. My mother was always trying the the next thing, right? It was always like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna give this a shot. It's gonna be good." Um, <laughs> and it was like, it's like let's have some chocolate pudding, and it was like avocados and honey and uh, like cocoa powder. And I was like, "This no, like I just wanted like a snack. <laughs> I wanted the snack pack chocolate pudding, like or the even the Jello chocolate pudding." And here I get this avocado pudding with with cocoa powder in it. And then I I have a grandmother that she claims she's sugar free, and this is one of the most hilarious things. I she she claims she's sugar free, but then proceeds like my grandpa has beehives, so they have like six gallons of honey like at all times. And so she just like eats honey by the spoonful, but I'm sugar free. Like, <laughs> like okay, I understand that honey's a natural sugar, but I don't think you claim to be sugar free and consume like a half a cup to a cup of honey a day. Like I don't think it, I don't think it works like that. But one of my favorite things is she would always be like, "Oh, Aiden, you got to try this. You got to try this. This tastes just like this." Just and she'd always say, like, the name brand thing. She'd be like, this tastes just like a Reese's peanut butter cup. And it would be, like, ground, like, peanuts, like, on top of, like, it was always, like, something horrible. It was, like, honey, coconut oil, and, like, cocoa powder. And, like, that was, like, mixed together and, like, frozen. So it, like, became a solid because of the coconut oil. And she'd be like, just try it. It's good. And you just taste it. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, 
maybe if you hadn't told me this was supposed to taste like a Reese's peanut butter cup, I'd be okay right now. But yeah. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> like, this is not a Reese's peanut butter cup. Well, let me tell you, you've been missing out. It's been too long. <laughs> and one of my favorite things is my uncle. Um, oh, man, he was funny. He he would he would get out the Reese's and then he'd be like, "Come on, Margaret, you know, just just try one of these. Just try, just try one. Just one. Just one. Just one. That's all it takes." <laughs> You'll be trying to peddle the real Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> but yeah, there's just something like I think when you tell people it tastes like the real thing, sometimes it you just lose them. Like if you were to tell somebody like, "Oh, this is a really good cauliflower." and cheese crisp or like a cheese like a, a a crispy cauliflower with cheese on it they'd be like okay but then you're like you know what this is they're like this is a i'm trying to think of a good thing this is a chicken nug a cheesy chicken nugget and they're like wait <laughs> what it's like the vegans the vegans ruin stuff they're like this is a turkey a stuffed turkey breast and it's like four heads of like broccoli with like, yeah. some stuffing <laughs> on top and you're like I don't think so. <laughs> like, give me, just call it broccoli with stuffing on top and like fake cheese and I'll eat it. <laughs> call, it a stuffed, call it a stuffed, like tofurkey breast or whatever the heck they call it. And you're like, I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that ball of estrogen you're pushing on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no, just no estrogen for this boy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm avoiding those soybeans. Uh, we were driving. Uh, this is a, this is a little off topic here, but we were driving, we were driving through uh, Iowa or not Iowa, Illinois, um, on the way up from because we drove all the way through the state of Illinois to get up to Chicago because I took an alternate route from Georgia this time. So all the way from Paducah, Kentucky, through like the home, the like the heart of Illinois. And man, let me tell you, there's not much in Illinois other than cornfields and soybean fields. I was reminded of that for six hours. Um, but but I was chuckling to myself. I was like, you know, all these people going in for their um their hormone replacement and their their gender affirming surgeries, all they have to do is come out to the middle of the, the soybean fields of Illinois and just start munching. Like, wouldn't it be funny? Like, wouldn't it be funny? Just like you're driving through like rural Illinois, and all of a sudden you see like, I don't know, like a herd of like 400 people that want to become transgender just munching on the soybeans to get that estrogen. They got the soybean munchies. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I was cracking up, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to talk about this on the podcast podcast because it was like it'd be too funny it, you know why go through all that time and money you're gonna spend so much money insurance is gonna be ridiculous on this gender for just just go to your local go to your local farmer and tell them you want to transition <laughs> tell them you'll pay them you know like 10 bucks an acre or something like that maybe that's too cheap maybe like a, a thousand bucks for a bushel of soybeans and I'm sure he'll be happy. I'm sure a thousand bucks a bushel is better than what he's getting from the federal government. Oh yeah, it's only yeah. five dollars maybe. Especially for soybeans, right? Like, is that on that on the ranking scale? Like, you've got like wheat, barley, corn, and soybeans. 
Oh, those are probably our top five in America, or at least in the Midwest. Probably. Let me see. It's, it's got to be something like maybe there's how much we don't grow that much rye in the Midwest, do we? I don't think so. Oh, here we go. Corn, mm -hmm. cotton, fruit, Ew. tree nuts, alfalfa, rice. alfalfa. I'm getting alfalfa. Are you getting alfalfa? Yeah, no, I got rice for five. Really? And then soybean and oil crops for six. But soybeans are lower than rice. I thought all the yeah. rice was grown in China. That's what I thought too. <laughs> I thought they just had like I thought China was just one rice patty. <laughs> like, I, I didn't realize there was anything else there other than like Beijing. Um, oh, yeah, that's that's surprising. I'm actually kind of shocked. Okay, yeah, me too. And then vegetables are number eight. Okay, and then because California has most of the vegetables and fruits, don't they? Mm -hmm. Wow, wheat is number ten. It's the lowest one. That's it. Where is wheat produced around here? Well, I think it's in Dakotas and Colorado. But, so what is that considered then? Is that considered the... Because that's weird. Because like the D South Dakota... It, what is South Dakota? Is that like the... Because that's not Midwest. What is South Dakota? West. It would just be West, wouldn't it? I always get confused. South Dakota and Nebraska are kind of some of those states where you like, you can't really consider them to be Midwest anymore. Yeah. I, I feel like it's is awkward. You have the it east. is it is awkward because some people consider like parts of Ohio as Midwest, and I and I say you can't. I say you can't consider Ohio as the Midwest. Personally, I think you could consider maybe Indiana as the Midwest, but even that pushes it just a little bit. Do we really want Indiana though? No, we don't want Indiana. Indiana <laughs> sucks. Are you kidding me? Indiana's <laughs> like the, the they're like the like the estranged cousin. Nobody wants them. Nobody ever wants to. Nobody wants to talk to them at Thanksgiving. They're like, uh, that that's Indiana. We we don't want to we don't want to. Uh, do we call him? Nah, let's just leave him out this year. The white elephant gift, you know, around Christmas comes around. They're like, do we want to include Indiana? And they're like, no. I probably just get us something lame like used heroin needles or or an old crack pipe, and you're just like, yeah, we don't want to, we don't want any part of that. Like yeah. that just sounds lame. That sounds lame. Or like a, I mean, or like a Hoosiers basketball. Nobody wants an Indiana Hoosiers basketball. I mean, I think the only thing Notre Dame has going for it is Notre Dame. Yeah, no, yeah, Notre Dame is probably the, the the one bright spot of of Indiana. I don't know. Yeah, and it's probably because they're so close to the lake. That's true. The lake make the lake makes everything better. Honestly, yeah, that's like the only like decent part of Indiana. Well, I shouldn't say that because then there's Gary, and isn't Gary like that voted like the number one worst place to live? Gary, Gary, Indiana. You've never heard of Gary? Oh my gosh, maybe we need to do like a podcast like talking about Gary. Gary was one of those towns. Um. That was like a boom town during like the they were a uh, they were a steel town, a big steel oh. town. So once the steel boom kind of left, just like it did, I mean, it was kind of like one of those cities, kind of like Detroit, kind of like Pittsburgh, 
where it really suffered after the fifties. And it just, it was a very, it was actually, um, in the 1940s and fifties, it was one of the richest towns in America. And then all of a sudden it just fell apart. And now like literally it is, I think it has the lowest, there's some crazy numbers, but I mean, it's, it's really bad in, um, violent crimes. It's like number two in the U S, um, per, per capita. And, um, it's really bad as, as far as, uh, household income goes to i think it's one of the lowest in the u.s i want to say it's like under forty thousand for household income wow why did they leave um i mean just manufacturing went overseas uh, and that's kind of when things things got I screwed meant, up. like why don't the citizens leave like why don't they stay? Un- unfortunately a lot of people got stuck there um wow. and there's just because i mean one of the things that happens in a lot of those cities, especially inner cities, like uh, Detroit's kind of the same way, is like once the the cycle starts um, and you have like one generation that becomes impoverished, there's no way for them to move out. Like they can't afford anything else. Um, and then I mean, drugs get involved too and gangs and all that stuff. So it, it's kind of the cyclical nature of uh, – of like the inner cities and, and, um, impoverished cities is once it, once it kind of, once it kind of takes hold, it's over. So. I'm going to be right back. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I'll start here. We're going to talk about two different things. We're going to pivot here. And I like to use the word pivot because I feel like it makes me sound smart. Um, I had a colleague today use pivot. And it's not a colleague I particularly like. And he used pivot in the meeting, and I wanted to strangle him. So I'm going to use the word pivot here to sound smart like him. Uh, and hopefully somebody wants to strangle me on the other end of this microphone. Um, we are going to talk about something that I think is important. Because I feel like I've been living under a rock here. I feel like I don't know what happened to me. I, I just feel like this all happened and I wasn't here for it. Maybe I was on vacation. I don't know. I don't know where I was for this whole thing. But I feel like I've been living under a rock. So we're going to talk about the ATF Senate hearings. Because I saw a video the other day and I was completely shocked. Um, so we're just going to call this segment of the show... But who the heck is Sheila and why is she so stupid? Because Sheila Jackson from Texas is out of her freaking mind. I mean, I watched this video and I literally thought to myself, oh my gosh, I knew the people that run this country are stupid, but not this stupid. This is a next level stupid. Um, also, she looks like Tranny Black Princess Leia. I am like convinced of it. <laughs> Wait till you see the picture, Tom. I am convinced of it. that. Disney needs to cast her. I know they're going to come out with their next woke Star Wars film, and they need to cast this woman. Um, I'm going to pull up the video because I just feel like it's something that needs to be shared. Um, wait, how do I? Okay. Mr. Speaker, I yield uh, two minutes to the gentleman from Texas, Ms. Jackson Lee. Okay. I think I need to share my volume, don't I? Share sound. Um, 
I was hearing that. Oh, you could hear that? Oh, sweet. Maybe I already have it. Okay. So this is So this is a video, just to give some a little background on this. This is a video. Um, this video is from Forbes, and it's uh, titled, This is Really About Saving Lives. Sheila Jackson Lee defends the pistol brace rule. And apparently Sheila Jackson Lee is some, oh, she's a, a, a Texas Congress member. Not really sure. I guess I'm assuming that's what this is. Um, but this is from the um, ATF hearings that they had on the pistol brace rule. So we'll just start it out. And I'm going to pause it as we go through because it's too much stupidity in two minutes to not stop and talk about it. Uh, two minutes to the gentleman from Texas, Ms. Jackson Lee. Gentleman. And did he just say gentleman from Texas? Because I feel like that's what he just said. Is that something they normally say? Do we need to re do we need to replay this? Because I feel like that's important because when you see her, you may be confused. Let me let me start this off. I feel uh, two minutes to the gentleman from Texas, Ms. Jackson Lee. The gentlewoman from Texas is recognized. Oh, they said gentlewoman. I'm sorry. Recognized mm -hmm. for two minutes. They're really struggling with this uh, with this tripod here. I missed it. I thank the gentleman. Also, look at this. Just just look at this. I feel like I'm back in fifth grade if I went to a public school, which I didn't. But I just assume this is what you did in fifth grade. You got up in front of the class, like dragging your poster board because you couldn't physically carry it which is what happened here because she couldn't physically carry it you dragged your poster board up in front of the class and then you just put up this thing where it was like a like a collage of like this what this looks like is it looks like it's a collage of like i don't know like guns and ammo magazines that they cut out and like pasted on this this poster board here maybe we'll get a close this up. really is about saving okay do you see Oh, the goodness. Princess Leia reference I'm making here. Yeah. I'm telling you, Disney's missing out here. I mean, they could cast her quick. If they wanted to do a black tranny Princess oh. Leia, they'd have her so quick. She is the woman for this job. Also, is she wearing baseballs around her neck? Like, what is she? Know. What is that necklace? That thing looks like it weighs 100 pounds. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anyways, so let's go back. This is a beautiful diagram, so I, I can't wait to hear what she has to say about it. Think lives. Eight children a day die from gun violence. In addition, 40,000 Americans die from gun violence throughout the year. She's got to adjust the poster board. I want to thank Congressman Thompson of California for making clear what we're saying here today. I don't know what they're making clear. To be completely honest with you, I have no clue. I've read this whole thing already at this point. For those of you who aren't seeing this, it's a, this lady's standing next to this poster board, and it's got like an AR-15, an AR-15 with a shorter barrel, and then an AR-15 with a shorter barrel on the pistol brace, or stabilizing brace, as they're calling it. So just to put it out there for the listeners. A veteran can buy a brace any day of the year. I'm glad she clarified that veterans can buy it any day of the year. Oh, interesting. But what about Christmas? Can they buy it on Christmas? 
What if the gun shops are closed on Christmas? Is she lying? I feel like she's lying to us here. I think she's lying to us here. I'm calling BS on this. I don't think they can buy it every day of the year. We love and respect and admire our veterans. I'm glad she put that out there. We do too. But at the same time, we respect our first responders. I like how she just like butts in there. We love and respect our veterans. But, but, let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> Wait, we're going we're gonna to hard stop on that. We got to talk about what we don't respect. Police officers and firefighters and others who are on the front line. I'm glad she threw in the firefighters too. Or former combat officers who say that we don't need automatic weapons in the hands of civilians. There's no hunting purpose. Wait, wait, there's a lot of time. Wait. So. We don't need them. Wait, wait. <laughs> Let me just get this straight. I don't think. Tom, correct me if I'm wrong here. But she just said, uh, let's rewind this because I want to hear. Come back, officers who say that we don't need automatic weapons. In yeah, so she just says that we don't need or ex-combat officers that are saying we don't need automatic weapons in the hands of civilians, right? That's what she said. Yeah. To my knowledge, Tom, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the, cit the average citizen without a special permit, which the ATF's already done under the NFA, uh, uh, the average citizen cannot own an automatic weapon, correct? Yes. And if I know where this argument's going, she's going to say that these are automatic weapons up here. And for the people that don't understand this and think that an AR-15 is an automatic weapon, it's not. Um, you have to pull the trigger each time to shoot it. And having a stabilizing, stabilizing brace does not make it automatic, let me tell you. But let's hear what else she has to say. In the hands of civilians, there's no hunting purpose. There's no purpose. Oh, she's like Joe Biden up there. There's no hunting purpose. There's no purpose. Because guns are just for hunting. Well, Tom, 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 Tom. The Second Amendment was specifically written, and it says in, in the Second Amendment, it specifies, it says, the Second Amendment is purely meant for people to bear arms, to hunt deer with Kevlar vests. That's what it says. It says it right there. I mean, I don't, I don't know what Second Amendment you're reading, but it says it. It says the Second Amendment is only for hunting. It says nothing about a well-armed militia. Nothing. I don't think you've read the right one. Sheila, Sheila, Sheila Johnson, she has her own Second Amendment. I wish she'd do that on a poster board. That'd be hilarious. All right, let's see what else she has to say. You haven't lived until you see a shootout in your district between a criminal with a ghost gun against police officers. I'm going to guess she hasn't lived then because I don't think she's seen a shootout. I'm just putting and that how did, Why did she mention ghost gun too? Yeah, I mean, what is a ghost gun? These aren't ghost guns. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, this is, that's a completely different conversation. Also, how did she know during this, this so-called shootout that she saw, how did she know it was a ghost gun? That's what I wonder. Yeah, I think these are valid points. I don't think, I think she's full of, you know what? I think she's just talking out of her ass. <laughs> I, I don't believe her. I don't believe anybody that looks like a knockoff Princess Leia. That is what we're trying to prevent. 
I don't want to see that in Houston, Texas ever again. You can buy the brace without a background check. Of course you can. It's a piece of plastic. The brace is not... For those of you who, who are completely uninformed, I really hope that you understand this. The stabilizing brace does nothing to this gun other than prevent the ATF from receiving the $350 that they collect every time you register a short barrel rifle with them. That's the reason we're here today. Um, mm -hmm. The stabilizing brace is literally just a piece of plastic on the back of the gun that helps uh, wounded veterans strap it around their arms so they can shoot it without two arms. So I don't, of course you can buy it without a background check. That's stupid. I mean, I hope I could back, buy a piece of plastic without a background check. That's like me saying like, oh, I, I, I need to get, like, I, I can buy a beanie boob without a background check. Oh, I can buy, I can buy Legos without a background check. Oh my gosh. What if I assembled the Legos into a gun? Would then I need to go, I think I'd need to go through a background check then, guys. I think that's what she's saying here. <clears throat> but when it becomes a dangerous weapon. Oh, this is, the good, this is the good part. This is the good part. She's going to explain to us how it becomes a dangerous weapon. The brace changes the gun's legal status hmm. and makes it, in essence, the same that caused a mass shooting at a Boulder, Colorado supermarket. The stabilizing brace made and a shorter barrel made a pistol under federal gun regulations and so i did not understand that sentence i feel like I'm i didn't get anything i think i, I feel like, say. i don't even know i think we're back in i feel like i'm back in college now like you know when those kids are trying to like explain like the question they don't understand the answer to because they just looked it up on quizlet or something this is that she's like when the stabilizing brace, in essence, makes the shorter barrel of the gun a stabilizing brace. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. Let's go back a second. Like, what did you just say? I don't know. Saving lives is why. Oh, here. She's going to wrap it up. Guys, this is the, this is the important part. She's going to tell us about how this is going to save our lives. <laughs> Standing here on the floor. Oh, that's why I'm she's, standing here on the floor. She's standing there on the floor because she's saving protecting lives. police officers is why I'm on the floor, protecting firefighters. And then the highest calling that I'm on the floor is protecting children and stopping Uvalde and Sandy Hook and Parkland. And the list goes on in Santa Fe. But a brace can be bought without a background check. And the rule that's being overturned simply has the ATF. Oh, they're going to shut her down. They're they're shutting her down. Just wait. They're going to tell her to shut up. They're simply saying the ATF is doing the right time thing. Has expired. Vote time for has expired. the underlying gentleman's time has expired. Okay. Mr. Wonderful here. So what I would like to figure out is what she what she's trying to think here. Like, just just help walk me through this. So yes, you can buy the stabilizing brace without a background check. Oh, big whoops! You still have to buy the gun. The stabilizing brace is not the gun. It's not what fires the bullet. Mm -hmm. So you still have to buy the gun. So if you can buy the gun, but you have to go through a background check, then why do you need a background check for the piece of plastic on the back? And you can buy a stabilizing brace for a, a normal rifle length barrel. That's yeah, nice. like like it's you put a yeah put put a stabilizing brace on a sixteen inch barrel AR fifteen and tell me it does anything different. 
Tell me. Tell me. And also, she referenced all those shootings. And I'm not in any way trying to make these shootings sound any... Um, I mean, there were horrible things that happened. But I don't think they happened with a gun with a stabilizing brace. I could be wrong on that. I think we need... I think we need to check that out because I don't I when I hear these Senate hearings sometimes on these issues like the stabilizing brace, I'm like, something tells me I don't think that a even a short barreled rifle was used in that shooting. Well and to be fair, it's much harder to control a stabilizer brace with a rifle on one arm than just use two arms. Yeah, and even if you shoulder that brace, which you're not supposed to, according to the ATF, um, you know, don't take this video down. The ATF. Mean, but I think you'd be better off with the normal stock. You'd well, be a more... Because yeah. that's what the stock's meant for. Like, it's meant to shoulder. So yeah. I don't understand. And not to mention when you're... When uh, learning pistol... Um, I guess you could call that practices like how you fire a pistol. It's almost never recommended that you use one hand. No. So having these made for veterans so they can still shoot their guns is not really a problem because it almost sounded like she was saying that the veterans are the ones making the shootouts. That is what it sounded like, yeah. Because she said, we love our veterans, but we love our police officers too. Veterans yes. can go buy guns any day of the year, apparently. And then we can't have these guns because police officers and children are dying. She didn't really say it was criminals. She implied yeah. it was someone else. It was the veterans. I think she hates veterans. I think that's the takeaway here. Well, that's very disrespectful of the veterans. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I think I know what they think, but like it's usually the veterans that have PTSD that have, have issues. But yeah. The PTSD, I don't think is from the guns. No. I think the PTSD is what they saw. I think it's the things that the government made them go do in a lot of cases. Yeah. Go do and all the, you know, what the chemicals are pumped in with. It's mm -hmm. insane what the soldiers have to go through. So you're yep. pumped with all of that, you're sent away. You don't have a home. You don't have people that love you. You're put through tons of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Then you have to go fight a war where your life is on the line. And then you're trying to stop really bad people. And then you find out what the government's up to in your own country and how much messed up they are. And then you come back home. You have no support. They don't take care of you anyway. I don't know if you saw that video on Twitter about the guy who's gone through, I think, seven different counselors in seven years. I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. These poor, yeah, these poor men and women are just, they're being abused. They're literally just another cog in the machine for the government to use. And then they don't take care of them. Then they use them as like a, a whipping post to use, throw more regulations on. Mm -hmm. It's not kind at all. Like, no. These people are not respectful and honoring of those. Men. No. No. And if it wasn't for all those veterans who came back home and all the ones that didn't come home, we wouldn't be able to have this conversation. No, exactly. They couldn't have their conversation. Yeah, Sheila so, Jackson could be an idiot in front of Congress. 
Yeah, if I it mean, wasn't for the veterans. Yeah. Just I don't know how many millions have died in America. It's a but lot. It is in the millions. It is people who have died yes. in a very short span, like in the last 140 years, maybe a little more, 150 that Civil War. But like let's say 160. But I mean, so many men have gone and laid their lives down for freedom. Mm-hmm. And these people to say that because you can go buy a piece of plastic and put it on a gun that has a two inch shorter barrel is really bad. It's like, I don't think that's the issue. Yep. The issue is all the people that are being shot at that don't have a way to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Or what's wrong with the people shooting? Why are there so many people shooting? Yeah. Why are there so many people shooting? You, I mean, if you go, when they find out these people, these people usually have a, a list or a record of offenses. Yeah. Or they're, they're mentally deranged. Mentally deranged. They've had issues in some case. And it's usually not like they brought the firearm legally. No. Most of the time it's not. The one exception was that girl that did the Nashville one. Yeah. And the Uvalda, I think. Those are the two. But even the Uvalda was sketchy because the dude bought like literally like Daniel Defense rifles. And he bought like four $5,000 in rifles. And the dude was like poor. It's like... How does a dude all of a sudden just have $5,000 to go blow on Daniel Defense Rifles? You tell me that. Yeah. Well, if, that doesn't, whole... if that doesn't sound like a setup, I don't know what is. Yeah, and then oh, how long it took for the officers to get in the building? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It yeah. took them over an hour? Yeah. Like, that's insane. It's so and... stupid. Well, and then what? A veteran? Wasn't it a, or was a veteran or Border Patrol showed up, and he was the one that actually went in the building? And shot him. It was Border Patrol. Border Patrol? Okay. But still, it was an hour. An hour. It was an hour. You could have broken a window, like, waiting for the keys. Like, this is ridiculous. I mean. Just stupidity. It, well, it is. And, it, and then when people say, like, I'm going to say people, I mean, certain ideology, people have certain ideologies. I know what you mean. They look at. They always look at the tool. They never look at the person using the tool. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many deadly things just in a house. Oh, yeah. Knives, and hammers, you, chainsaws. So many things. So it's like, it's really, you teach the person how to, you have a society that allows people to think well and to think mm-hmm. really and choose the right thing. And then, Every person should have the ability to defend themselves against a the violent actor. They have that right. Mm-hmm. It's a God-given right to defend your life. Absolutely. So for them to say that we don't like you to be able to defend your life, they're essentially saying that you're not, we don't want you to have a God-given right. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to control you. But I mean, you. but look, look what happens once you take away the guns, right? Like look at London, for instance. You're not going to get shot in London. You're going to get stabbed on the, the whatever they call it, the subway, subway, something, the train. You're going to get stabbed. There's like, think, I, I forget the number. It's insane. Like how many stabbings each day in London? It's insane. Well, yeah. doesn't, doesn't stop the criminals from doing bad things, taking away their guns. They just stab them. You're going to get stabbed. And if you try to take, like, and then I hear people talk about how, oh, we're going to restrict knives. Good freaking luck. Everybody has a set of kitchen knives. I'm sorry. 
what are you going to go around and start giving people plastic utensils? Well, guess what? They'll just learn how to do what they do in prison and turn it into a prison shank. Like, it's just so stupid. Like, they'll figure out different ways to do their degenerate things and they'll cause evil no matter what. So, how do we fix that problem? Yeah. And really, I think it's um, each person having the defense mechanisms that could protect them from ideally all actors. So, yeah. Well, look at the Wild West. I mean, you didn't just step up on people in the Wild West because everybody was going to, I mean, they'd shoot you right in the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy and degenerate, but like, there's a reason people didn't try stupid stuff because they get shot if they did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's really sad. It is sad. It's frustrating. It's, um, it's frust. I think it's frustrating. What's frustrating about a video like that is you have this person that's getting up and she's representing the American people. And she has no freaking clue what she's talking about. Like, no none at all. None at all. Not educated in any way on the subject. She's just up there because a special interest group told her to get up there and talk about it. And she's going to get paid at the end of this so she can get reelected. They're going to give her money so she gets reelected. And that's the bullshit thing here. Like, that's what really pisses me off is she does not care. She gets up there and she talks about, oh, how much she cares about veterans, how much she cares about first responders, how much she cares about firefighters, how much she cares about the police, how much she cares about children. She doesn't care about any of them. She cares about getting reelected and making sure her pockets are full. She has absolutely no clue in well, any way what's going on. Yeah, and if she really wanted children to be safe, she would make sure that there's better protection for kids mm-hmm. well. exactly hired security guards at the limb yeah it's not that hard it's not that it's hard not to put hard. one security guard in each school if they can spend sh- how much money do you Sorry, well, we that's the thing like what if you just hired all of the veterans to be security guards at schools i agree i'm right there with you my coworker says I mean, it all the time he says like, why not just hire the veterans I say, I agree with you. Yeah, you could have the veterans there. They know around, you know, they are trained in this stuff. Mm -hmm. And the best thing, they get to have a daily job that they know they can go to. Mm -hmm. They are using the skills they learned. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, you could, they could tell kids about like how to use guns properly. They could tell kids about all these different things. Like, you look at the veterans really are the ones that are teaching us civilians how to train. You know, they have like yeah. John Lovell, mm-hmm. Pat McNarma. Um, you got Terran Tactical. I mean, like, there's just yeah. so many guys. And they're all the Grantham. Like, you have yep. all of these guys, and they're showing you the best way to use this, how to think about how to be responsible, how to own it, how to use it correctly. And if you just had that more widespread, you'd have a lot more people being able to defend themselves outside of school if they knew how, like, basic self-defense, like, even hand-to-hand combat, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's all these different ways to defend yourself. And then the more, it's like, if you stand up to the bully, the bully will stop. The Mm -hmm. bully's not stronger than you are. You just believe he's stronger than you are. 
So yep. if you have enough people saying, hey, no more, then you would see so less. Because the thing is, schools are a prime target. Yeah. I mean, it's a bunch of defenseless kids and people that don't have any kids and no, no, nobody to defend. No, no. Yeah. No one has any way to defend them. Yep. And yeah. So that's my spiel. But... Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. And I, and I don't necessarily think like I hear some people say, well, defend the teachers. And I think it's great. Like if a teacher, like if somebody wants to carry a firearm, like, okay, that's fine. But like to say, like, we're going to defend the schools by just arming teachers like most teachers have enough to worry about already and don't want to have to deal with that stuff so like sure if the yeah. teacher wants to do it like great but like also you should have some if you're going to arm somebody have them be trained well like don't just arm somebody and say oh that's gonna be good enough this person has a gun it's gonna be fine and that's just that's another level of ignorance like oh if they have a gun it's gonna be fine um people should be trained like, if they're going to be there to defend somebody, they need to be trained, especially in a high-pressure situation like that. Last thing you need is somebody that's not trained, doesn't know how to handle the situation, and then has a firearm because that's putting everybody else at risk. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it gets me fired up, man. I don't like politicians, and I don't like them telling me what to do, especially the ignorant ones that are just blatantly ignorant. It's just like, you need to leave us alone. <laughs> it's time to be yeah it's just ridiculous it's so stupid so so stupid um i do want to cover one more what are we doing on time are we doing okay we need to wrap no, this seven. okay we you think we have pizza party you want to talk about the pizza party lighten things up a little bit because i think this is hilarious i'm gonna pull up the video because i feel like i feel like to do this justice, you have to see the video first. <laughs> it is hilarious. Have you seen the video, Tom? Uh, I may have. Okay. Well, we're going to see it now. Okay. So can you see this okay? Just so our yes. viewers. Okay, cool. And let me know if you can't hear it. Oh. Oh, The woke-ass idiots who run this city are doing everything in their power to destroy it. We have naked men with their titties bouncing around all over the city yesterday, in public, in front of children. We have the most violent, raging crime rate ever. We are being invaded by illegal immigrants who are being treated way better than our homeless veterans, our teachers, and first responder heroes who were fired, still not compensated, because they didn't take the Fauci injection. Our city schools produce the dumbest kids, and the woke-ass punks who run New York City are afraid of pizza? The world used to respect New Yorkers as tough, thick-skinned, and gritty. Now we have become pussified. It's a damn shame. You heard of the Boston Tea Party? Well, this is the Boston, New York, this is the New York Pizza Party. Give us pizza or give us death. Give us pizza or give us death. Give us pizza or give us death. Give us pizza or give us death.
give us pizza or give us death. Destroying every small business. That's what this city keeps doing. Can't have a small business. Can't have pizza. New York City is nothing without pizza. the tea party this is the new york pizza party i love that's the most new york thing to say i got i, I he, to the cop's face i gotta do my thing man i gotta do my thing <laughs> i like to say i am you know as much as i love this I am a little disappointed that he just wasted that five good pizzas on the mayor. <laughs> like, those look good, man. I wanted one of those pizzas. Um, yeah, that dude was awesome. That dude was fired up. That was, like, the most New York thing, like, I could imagine. Just, like, a dude out there screaming in his New York accent, throwing slices of pizza at the the government building. It's like, that's pretty awesome. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, I I liked that. That was good. So yeah, apparently this whole thing is is that um the city of New York is cracking down and they're saying, you know what we need to do to reduce our carbon emissions? We need to get rid of all coal fire and wood fire uh pizza shops. And a lot of these pizza shops have been there since like I mean at least a hundred years. You're talking about shutting down local Small businesses that have been there forever making great pizza. I mean, this is what New York's known for, New pizza, New York pizza. Yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy to me. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand what people are upset about this. Dave Portnight from Barstool has a T-shirt out right now that says, come and take it, and it's a wood-fire pizza oven on the front of it. I think it's great. Because <laughs> it, it, it's like, okay, everything that's going on in your city, people are getting stabbed on the subway. You know, everything's just going to shit. And you're really coming for a couple local pizza shops. Like, there's no other way for you to reduce your city's admissions. I'm sure the subways and taxis aren't great for your admissions. Like, if you're that worried about admissions, like, you really think 13 pizza shops are really doing the end? Like, what about the homeless people, you know, homeless people burning stuff in trash barrels on the side of the road like maybe maybe fix that problem in the bronx first like i don't think that's your problem there um it's just silly to me it's just again it's like politicians doing stuff because they think it's gonna get them votes or they it's gonna get them money from a special interest group and all this other stuff it's just stupid and you're hurting what you're hurting, especially in this case, like this is why I don't understand it. It's like you're hurting the heart and soul of New York City. Like you're gutting it. Like for that's what New York is. So like you're basically just destroying that. It's it's all about the, the local Italian small pizza shops. That's what I mean, if you want good pizza, that's where you go. If you want the authentic stuff, that's where you go. And they're ruining that 
yeah, they're just destroying it. And I mean, everybody knows that if you want good, like thin crust that's a little bit crispy on the undercarriage, what you get is you get coal or wood fire pizza because it it mm-hmm. does it a lot differently than your average pizza place. Mm-hmm. Gives you that little bit of crispy on it, a little bit of brown, good stuff. Yeah, I know it's it's really sad. I mean. You really start to see their full colors when they try to take everything away from them. Like, of all the things, you want to take someone's pizza away now? Like, yeah. I mean, what kind what of. What are they going to do next? Water? Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously. What are they doing that? But, I mean. Yeah. It's stupid. It's just stupid. It's just like, come on. Yeah. I come mean, on. Like, that's the one thing. Like, oh, I just, I don't know. It, it makes, it makes me upset. It's like, that's what you really had to come for. There's like a hundred other things you could do to clean up your city and make it a better city. And that's the one thing you go for to ruin a bunch of small businesses. Because, you know, if you take away that from a small business, like they'll never recover. They're not going to go invest in a different way. They've been doing pizza like that for a hundred years. You really think they're going to go reinvent the way they're doing pizza? That'd be like, that, that'd be going, yeah, they're, yeah, they're just going to move. You're you're destroying family businesses. You're destroying your culture, your city. All for what? Like, what is it? They uh, they want they want these pizza places to reduce their carbon emissions by seventy five percent. But I bet if you look carbon emissions from these pizza places in relation to the city, it's probably less than one percent. It's probably a fraction of one percent of the actual carbon emissions in the city. What is most of the carbon emissions in the city? Probably a, a bunch of other crap. There's probably more carbon emissions admitted by the homeless epidemic in New York City than there is in these pizza places. But they don't want to take the time and the money to try to figure that shit out. You know, like that's too complicated for them. So what's the easy thing to do? Well, let's cancel the pizza places. But Dave Portnoy is not going to let it happen. Dave Portnoy is not going to let it happen. He's going to keep these pizza places alive. He said he's going to fight with every bone in his body to keep these pizza places alive. He says the scumbags in New York City need to be held accountable for their crimes. So Dave's going to keep them in line. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know if that's true or not. But I am. I will be in New York, actually, come Wednesday. I'll be in northern New York, up, up north of Albany. And I'll be at the racetracks in Saratoga Springs. And guess who's going to be there? Opening day. Davey. Davey Portnoy. I'm going to be at the race. Dave's going to be at the racetracks, and I'm going to be at the racetracks. Betting on, the, betting on the ponies. Betting on the ponies? Betting on the ponies. Me and Dave here are going to be betting on the ponies. I don't think I'm going to be in the grandstand. I think I'm going to be in the gen pop. Down. <laughs> <laughs> Davey's probably got his own like special like box seat up there, but I'm, I'm going to try to get his attention. Maybe I'll like bring in a pizza and like start protesting or something. <laughs> you should do that. Throw the yeah. pizza at the ponies. Yeah. <laughs> See if I can make it on Dave's Dave's, Dave's Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wild white boy. Yeah. <laughs> Throw pizza at the ponies. He might be happy unless I take out, you know, his winning pony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't slip. Yeah, exactly. It's like the banana peels in Mario Kart. I'm taking out the ponies yeah. for the pizza. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, it's crazy, man. It's like, come on, really? Pizza? Pizza's, pizza's what you're on for? That's going to be the – that's going to save the polar bears, man. I'm telling you. The polar bears are going to be like, oh, 
the New York City we pizza. pizza yeah. That pizza. Maybe what they'll do is they'll just ship the pizza up to the North Pole and they'll feed the polar bears. That's Those would be. That's how you get the polar bears obese. They'd stop chasing. They'd stop chasing them seal. Oh yeah, the penguins. Yeah, through the pe- the penguin population, the penguins would thank us, man. The penguins and seals would be like, "You are our like savior." They would like, yeah. I, I did mean that as a joke. Did you know why polar bears never kill penguins? They don't kill penguins. Are they too fast? No, the penguins live on the South Pole. Oh, of course. But don't polar, polar bears? bears okay. Wait, are, are polar bears just in the North Pole? This might be an asinine question. Are they just I'm in the North Pole? I'm pretty sure they're just in the okay. North Pole. So what do they eat? Just seals and whales and shit? I think so. Hmm. I see so, what eats, so what eats the penguins? Just seals? Sea lions? No, I don't know what eats the penguins. The penguins may not have a predator. That's probably why they're so cute and cuddly. Are you sure? I feel like the penguins oh. just get like... I feel like a penguin would get absolutely uh... like railed by a sea lion. Let's see. What type of penguins are we talking? Penguin, natural predators. We're getting deep. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Animals that eat penguins. I thought it was going to like pop up with like another penguin. That'd be wild. <laughs> uh, it's showing sea lions, seals, orca whales, and great whites. So, yeah, no polar bears. No polar bears. But those orcas look like they could take out a penguin quick. Yeah, That's like a little bite-sized snack. Those orcas are freaking crazy, man. Have you seen them go in on a seal together? Dude, They're you know like what I saw? I saw I saw a video the other day of some orcas attacking like a boat, and I was like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, that's crazy. Let me see if I can find a video. They're going hard at the boats. They don't. There's a certain boat too. Like, or like yeah, they don't. Boat. I think it was like it wasn't a fishing boat, and they like got pissed at the fishing boat. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Orcas stink. A small group of orcas is okay. Let's see. This is a video. Oh, this guy's in Hawaii. Group of orcas attack and sink vessel off Iberian uh, Peninsula. Let's see. There's some wild videos of these things. Causing a lot of damage to boats off the Iberian Peninsula, raising questions about why the orcas are doing it. Stephanie Sai looked into it and has this report. In the middle of the night last October, our tour... This guy looks like he swims with sharks for fun. I'm just putting that out there. He looks like he has a death wish. Napoleão was sailing miles off the coast of Portugal to deliver a boat to a client. As a professional skipper and sail instructor, it's a journey he's taken many times before. At 4 o'clock a.m., it was my, my turn to go sleep. So I went down, I start taking my nap, and 30 minutes later, boom. He ran up to the deck to find the boat surrounded by a pod of orcas. They mess around for five minutes, and then they went to another boat more far away from me, like one, two miles. But the pod returned, not once, but three times, the visit spanning over several hours, well after sunrise. I got really scared until I realized, until I see the orcas and see their movements and uh, how gentle they were when I stopped the boat. So what's his deal? They didn't attack his boat? I'm confused here. I thought this guy was. 
If he said they were being gentle. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want like a 50-second clip of just some orcas. Like, oh, here we go. This looks like a good TikTok clip. I want a TikTok clip of like some orcas. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, I feel like I feel like I saw a video out there. I'm putting this out there for the listeners. Orcas are killers. They're called killer whales for a reason. They hate human beings. They should be. They should be hunted. <laughs> I don't think they've claimed that. No, I don't think so either. Um, but you yeah. can't. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. You can't go kill orcas. So don't do that. You'll get arrested. Trust me. Probably. Don't make orca fin soup. They don't like that. The environmentalists that don't like you killing the polar bears with your pizza ovens really don't like you going out and making orca fin soup. <laughs> they're not going to buy it. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to like that one very much. Uh, but yeah, I don't know about this pizza oven stuff. All I know is. I think people should go support local pizza shops in New York. If you're in New York area, go buy some coal fire pizza. Say, screw the polar bears, we want pizza. Maybe that's will be our next t-shirt. Screw the polar bears, we want pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> we should totally do that. <laughs> like on the front, just like a circle, like Xing out a polar bear, and on the back, like a thumbs up with a pizza emoji or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that'd be good. I think people would buy it. I, I would so. buy it. Oh man. That'd be funny. Yeah. But we're gonna have to do this more often because I enjoyed this. This was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like we. I think this was uh, this was entertaining. I I like going through the news sometimes because it's like, I feel like sometimes I just need a second set of eyes to go through with me just to you know calm me down, um, not get worked up about it and just kind of joke around about it because mm-hmm. some of this stuff is just ridiculous, man. Did you okay? So last story. Yeah. Did you see the was supposed to be Mrs. Netherlands? Wait. Did you see this today? I did not see this today. Wait, what do I search on the internet? Uh try Mrs. Mrs. Netherlands. Yeah. Let's see. Oh boy. Oh gosh, no, they did not. Yeah. Oh god. Who the second one was? The runner up. Oh the runner up? I should look up the runner up. So they had a tranny win it? They had a tranny. And look at oh, the runner up. She was probably hot. I know she was hot. They should have totally won it. I know she was hot. She has to be hot. She's from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. She has to be hot. There's no way she's not hot. Yeah. Wait, wait, where is she? Oh, I want a picture. Uh, New York Post sucks. All I'm getting is tranny pictures. I hate you, New York Post. I wanted to see the pretty runner-up, and here I'm getting pictures of this transgender woman. Um, images. Let's just see if I. Um. Oh wait, is this her? Oh wait, wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I think I got it. Okay. Is it this girl, the blonde? Is this runner-up? That's not her. She had dark hair. Dark hair. Oh wait, wait. Is this her? No. No. Stop me. Um, 
Oh wait, 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 wait. I didn't know. Not this book. Man, they really don't like the show. Oh wait, wait, wait! I got it. Is it the green dress girl? No, not her. Not her. Who is it? I'm not finding. No, the camera's blocking it out. Who do I search? Do you have a name? No, I don't. What did you search? I just saw this on Instagram. Man. It was under um, you know Chad Prather. I don't think I've ever heard of him. Oh, Chad Prather's really good. Man. Hmm. I gotta find the runner up. Um Runner up for 2023. Okay, let's see if it's this girl. She's from Amsterdam. There's no way she's not hot. Ah, we found her. Yep, that's her. There's no way this girl didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sad. That I mean, is sad. I mean, should, the thing you should is send like... her. You should send her condolences, though. Well, yeah. I mean. It's really sad because it used to be that the bad guys used beauty for their own wrongs. Mm -hmm. Now they're just all for ugliness. Like there's no filter anymore. It's just it's disgusting. Well, the one thing I've been wondering about is like, um, Solzhenitsyn, the guy who wrote the Gulag Archipelago. Uh huh. He said that beauty will save the world. And I really think that, well, I mean, the Blessed Mother is the one who crushes the serpent's head. So I really think it's it's the mother, like the beautiful mother who's good mm. to save the world. And so I think like when they try to take away that from women, they try to use them for their own evils. No. They try to just disrespect them all out. Mm -hmm. I think then you start to see like the value of truly good women and beautiful women. So yeah, it just made me frustrated. Like that poor girl, you don't know what she was training for to get for that and to be yeah. ousted by some weird dude. Like it's so gross. It is gross. It shouldn't be but a lot. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I just I was kind of upset about that. So No, you should be. I think anybody should be upset. I mean, you see that, and it's like, if you stand for women's rights, you should be upset about that. Cause some dude just came in and won it because he's a dude. That's yeah. no, stupid. Uh, it's... All right. All right. I think we should end it there mm -hmm. before we go off the rails and we say some stuff we regret. Yeah, we probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> We'll keep this one clean so we can post it as not a foolproof podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thanks, guys, for listening to me and Tom. Go old school here. Just the two of us talk. Um, we'll probably do this again. I, I thought this was fun. I think this was a good. I think this was a good format. Um, I liked. Uh, I like just coming in and talking about things that are going on in the world. I think it's good sometimes to get different takes on. So. You'll probably see a few more of these coming up in between our guest shows and our planned episodes. But I do want to say we've got a couple episodes coming up soon that I am excited about. Um, 
we're going to be doing a going back to kind of our historical series foundations of freedom we'll be doing a couple on the wild west gold rush uh some of our explorers like lewis clark and daniel boone and so those will be some really cool stories and i'm really looking forward to those so keep your eyes out for those in the coming weeks um we'll also have a uh you know we'll have our guests on as usual we'll have foolproof podcasts coming out We'll post the foolproof podcast on Monday. It won't be every Monday, but it will be some Mondays. Um, so you might get surprised and see a Monday podcast. So if you see one, it's your lucky week. But uh, thanks to everybody that listened. Um, thanks for tuning in. I hope you all enjoyed. We really appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you want to check us out and this is your first time, you can find us on the Green Dragon Pod, Instagram, Twitter, True Social, The Green Dragon Podcast, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. We're on all of them. Um, so give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We appreciate it. And until next time, be safe, be strong, fight for what you believe in, and most importantly, be a good American. God bless. <laughs>